By their fruits you shall know them. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. By their fruits you shall know them. Twice does our Lord Jesus Christ on this Sunday after Pentecost repeat these words. May they be grafted into our hearts. By their fruits you shall know them. By your fruits and by mine you shall know us. These words come once more from our Lord's Sermon on the Mount, this time from the seventh chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. And they are indeed ominous words. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven, he shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. On this Sunday, we may have two questions. Our Lord warns us to beware of false prophets. And he compares false prophets to evil trees who produce evil fruit. In contrast to good trees that of course produce good fruit. And yet we may ask, who are these false prophets? And what fruits must we know by which we will be able to tell whether or not one is an evil tree or a good one? St. Paul in his, in his letter to the Romans this morning also has very strong words for us. He says, the wages of sin are death. And yet we have yielded our members to serve uncleanliness and iniquity and yield our members not to justice and sanctification. The Apostle to the Gentiles may also be able to answer our two questions. Who are false prophets, and by what fruits may we know them? In the penultimate chapter of this same Apostle's letter to the Galatians, we find our answer. There he warns us not to work according to the flesh, for the fruits of this labor are manifest. And he goes on to name a terrible litany that can be rather indicting. For the fruits of the flesh are fornication, impurity, immodesty, luxury, idolatry, superstition, enmity, contention, rivalry, wrath, quarreling, dissent, and divisiveness. These are the evil fruits which come from evil trees. 
and they are put in contrast immediately following by those fruits of the Spirit, the fruits of the Holy Ghost. And this litany, which should be familiar to all of us, especially those who have prepared for the sacrament of confirmation, for these are the fruits of the Holy Ghost that we learn about. The fruits of the Spirit are charity, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, long-suffering, mildness, faith, modesty, continence, and chastity. By their fruits you shall know them. These are the fruits of the Spirit of God. They are the produce of a soul steeped in His grace and desiring at every moment to cooperate, especially when it is that the flesh seeks to rebel and that self-love percolates to try and take over the love of God and the love of our neighbor. By their fruits you shall know them. And our Lord says, not those who confess that I am God, not those, not those who say, Lord, Lord, those who know the truth, not everyone shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father, those who do the truth in charity, they shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. We know now by what fruits we are to know false prophets from true ones. But who then, who are the false prophets? Those who say one thing and do another, here we are false prophets. Our Lord Jesus Christ railed against hypocrisy his entire adult life. In his public ministry, he had strong words for those who say one thing and do another. He called them a brood of vipers. These are false prophets. And we must always recognize our danger in falling in to this accusation too. For we know the truth, but when it becomes difficult, how often do we practice it? especially surrounded by those to whom it may not be popular or be appreciated. How many times, perhaps, may we not practice what we preach? You and I each day have not only to know what the evil fruits are that evil trees produce, but we must take every effort and precaution 
and heavenly help to make sure that we are not producing these evil fruits into the world. For by our fruits, they shall know us. We may know that fornication, impurity, immodesty, luxury, idolatry, superstition, enmity, contention, rivalry, wrath, quarreling, dissent, and divisiveness are all wrong. And yet, in the face of a world that presents to us all of these things, and sometimes even as goods, how often do we practice purity, modesty, especially in the summer months, when it can be very difficult to practice modesty both in our attire and in our comportment, both women and men. How often do we practice simplicity of life, giving alms to those who are in need, and denying ourselves material comforts willingly, all that we may have a simplicity of life and not become attached to the material things we very well might be able to afford, but may be anchoring our, ourselves down to this world rather than letting us fly free to the kingdom of heaven where we all desire to be. How often do we perhaps practice little superstitions or become have contention or rivalry or wrath interiorly, maybe never expressing it, but allowing it to brew and murmur and bubble within our hearts. Quarreling, dissension, and divisiveness. This is the very name of the devil, the divider, he who sees to sow dissent amongst what Christ desires to be one. By our fruits, they shall know us. And so, we must seek to produce the fruits of the Spirit, which are only possible, not only by God's grace, but for His glory, that they may know that we serve Jesus Christ by the fruits that we bear to others, our charity, our visible joy in a world that is often sad, peace, for blessed are the peacemakers, patience and kindness, always having a good word to say, long-suffering against those who perhaps have only bad ones to return to us, mildness, faith, modesty, continence, and chastity. These are the good fruits that come from good trees. But every good fruit, every good fruit bears good seeds to produce trees of like kind. This is the miracle of God's creation, 
the beautiful miracle of nature with, with, with which God, our Creator, has allowed us to observe countless times after countless times faithfully that good fruit produces good seeds and those seeds can be sown in order that good plants can grow. But what is necessary, what is absolutely requisite in order that a good seed may be planted? That good fruit must open itself up, not containing itself selfless, selfishly and desiring perhaps to hide those good seeds from others, but that it may open itself up, become vulnerable to the birds of the air and the beasts of the fields, that those good seeds may be exposed and that you may do the will of your Father who is in heaven in order to plant those seeds in the world today. That is how good plants are produced, that will produce more good fruit for the harvest. If we see that we need good, Catholic, virtuous, pious families, it comes from being willing to make yourself vulnerable to someone else in order that those seeds may be planted in new souls for the glory of God and then cultivated slowly and with great patience and long-suffering, correcting the behavior that is unbecoming of a Christian soul and always rewarding and encouraging that behavior which allows us to see the goodness of God even amongst the smallest among us. This is how Christian society is able to regrow even when it seems that the harvest is few. If we desire more religious vocations they come from instilling piety in the littlest among us. But by our good example, and by correcting, perhaps at times, their bad one, we always have the opportunity to make sure that we are helping in assisting our God in bringing about His holy will into this world that it may not only be in heaven, but as we pray in the Our Father each day, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We must recognize that we sometimes too are at risk of being false prophets who say one thing, know what's right, and yet do another and fall weak into doing what's wrong. We have the wonderful opportunity then to make a good confession. How wonderful it is for us to encounter with humility, sincerity, truthfulness and integrity before our God, His love and His mercy. To acknowledge 
the bad fruit that I have produced since my last confession. In this past week, what are those things that I know do not indicate the kind of tree that I desire to be for the kingdom of heaven? And yet, I know that I have produced through weakness. I desire before the harvest, before it is too late, lest the tree be cast into the fire, that I would take and denounce these bad fruits before you, my God. Cast them into the furnace of your heart, that they may be destroyed, and that I may receive once more an increase in your grace, not to remain hidden, but to be opened up and to plant good seeds in the world, that good fruit may come through patience. Let us always keep in the forefront of our minds the wages of sin are death, but the grace of Almighty God is life everlasting in Christ Jesus our Lord. May all glory and honor be hid to be Him. May all glory and honor be His forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.